This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. Welcome to Riffin' with Raph and AD. Coming to you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Now here's former Huskers, Chris Rapp and Aaron Davis. You have to make the face. You have to make the face. Riffin with Rav and AD. Listen, listen. I'm going to be here for one second. I'm DP. Big Sky is running the board, handling everything. He will take care of everybody for the next two hours. You can text in, call in 402-464-5685. That is the Sarder Heyman text line. You can call into Honda Lincoln Hotline. Same number. You could follow us on the Sarder Heyman live video stream. You can actually see in studio. Go to Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. It's there. Just find 93.7 The Ticket. And the show will pop up. The live feed is live on YouTube. We will share it. We appreciate you guys giving us time. AD, you're a bad man. Because like I said, in a room full of angels, they were talking about you before you got here. You know, first of all, thanks for everybody for uh, tuning in again tonight. I, I'm, I'm still a little bit humbled, man. Humbled. Um just i'm very fortunate that he went and did what he had to do to take care of his health and i'll let you i guess they already know if they were listening prior to the uh the hour before this one if you want to fill them in on that dp yeah so the folks from teammates mentoring of course this is a tom and nancy osborne uh mission of love right Mm -hmm. this is this is that journey that's required and for them to choose a life outside of of sport to assist help elevate uh, change the location of, of young people in this community. And then to have the community step up and follow. Of course, we follow great leadership, right? Absolutely. And that's leadership, that you change the direction forward for folks. Mm-hmm. And there he is. They're doing this work. And then he says, yeah, uh, I heard Aaron speak. And it, it made me move to go and do a thing for my family, right? That you took them outside of their personal space and made them think of somebody else. And that's influence and impact. And not everybody gets it and not everybody uses it. But it's a testament. Like, it's a testament. that Listen, your voice carried it reached somebody. And that's why it deserves to be amplified. Like what you guys did with this space last week. Look, I rather enjoyed sitting back from, from 10,000 feet watching it go, right? It took wings and you guys spread. So I know that in this space, one, there's going to be great sport talk. But I know that there's leadership. I know that you guys changed the space that is 93.7 The Ticket when you come in. 
I'm appreciative of the fact that you guys are going to come in and share yourselves with people in this space. And I get to sit back and applaud and cheer and smile. The greatest compliment, and Big Sky will tell you, the greatest compliment I can give you in that is this space, give you this amplification, but also that I trust you enough and appreciate you enough that I can go home and let y'all be magnificent and I ain't got to be here. Like, it's like, let them fly. <laughs> so thank you guys for what you did last week. Thank you for what you're going to do tonight. Um, but I'm looking forward to what, and you guys loaded this up. You guys came in, you brought a home run hitter. Like, oh, you're not just going to be here. We're going to change the room. We're bringing in a dude whose name everybody knows to tell stories in this space that need to be told. Absolutely. Bravo. Bravo. Derek, I appreciate it. Man, I, I'm going to kind of fill folks in. The past um, couple years have been tough for all of us. You know, COVID and changes. Some of you that are listening have been directly impacted by COVID. Um, uh, you may have caught it yourself. Uh, heaven forbid you, you have a family member or a friend or a coworker or a teammate uh, that may have passed away and succumbed to uh, COVID. It, it's, it's, you know, like I said, people have, have been impacted by this thing by, in so many different ways, in so many fashions. And so last year, you know, um, I was diagnosed on May 3rd with prostate cancer. And probably, not probably, the scariest day of my life by far. Um, June 15th, I had surgery. It was called a robotic prosthetic, uh, where I had my entire prostate removed. And uh, right before Christmas, I was, uh, my doctor let me know I was six months cancer-free. And um, I've been speaking about this a lot. For people to go and get checked, uh, male and female, because a lot of people missed uh, their appointments last year as a result of COVID, and um, and we get we're all busy. Everybody says, "Well, I'm busy. I'm busy." Well, guess what? Cancer is busy too. You know what I'm saying? DP and Raf, cancer is busy too. Doesn't care about our schedules, our agendas. So, all of you that are listening right now, I am begging you. I'm pleading with you. Please make the appointment to go see your doctor. I didn't feel anything wrong. And I was stage two. I felt absolutely nothing. Um, and so you just don't know. That's why they call it a silent killer for a reason. I'm a huge advocate when it comes to cancer uh, in various forms. Mine happened to be, again, prostate cancer. It's very treatable if it's caught early. It's very treatable if it's caught early. Now, in fact, Raph, I sent you that article of uh, the former K-State quarterback. What was that young man's name again? Uh, Matt Miller. Matt Miller. How, how old was he? Uh, 49. 49. So he would have been at K-State at the same time I was at Nebraska. And just a little bit older, two, about a year older, I'll be 48 next month. He died of stage four prostate cancer. So, and obviously, I don't know the background behind it, like how he was diagnosed, where he found it. But usually when it's that late, it was, it, was, it was a late detection, you know, because you don't feel anything. You truly don't feel anything. So, again, DP, I appreciate it. I was, I was honored and really just humbled. I had to get myself together for a quick second, man. It, was, it, it hit. Like, it yeah. hit. As he was telling the story, I saw the glow on his, on his face. Yeah. That the peace of mind he got, one, from, from being moved out of his uncomfortable space to go do the thing, mm -hmm. but then the peace that he got because he got he went and did it. That's, I'm... Right? Like, that's deep. And that's one of the things, too, one of the things, too, about AD that, I mean, the way he handled everything, you know, this past year, now, now we're going to get emotional, probably. <laughs> you know, that's what we do. We always get emotional, but... When AD was dealing with his diagnosis and, you know, how he was going through, you know, a lot of people could have, you know, sat back and been like, why me? Why is this happening to me and stuff like that? And I'm sure, you know, 
we had those talks, you know why, you know, but right from the gets right from the start, AD went out and he's like, all right, you know, this happened to me. I'm going to turn this, you know, if there could ever be a positive, you went out and you have just affected so many people's lives and you've changed so many people's lives and stuff like that. And, you know, I always tell you all the time, I'm like, AD, you're, you are, you're a positive effect on these people's life. Not only are you representing yourself, you're representing your entire family. And I, you know, I'm probably don't tell you enough, but man, I'm proud of you. And, you know, when I see you, you, you know, you are the Peyton Manning of commercials in Lincoln and stuff like that. But when that commercial comes on, you know, I, you don't even under, you have no idea how many people's lives you've changed just by that commercial. So I'm proud of you, brother. I appreciate it more than, you know, um, I want to continue to just encourage people out there. Like I said, get your PSA checks, go see your physical, get your screenings, ladies, uh, take care of you. We only get one body, man. We've been blessed with one. And I've been fortunate to have a great family at home, a great family support system around uh, the city, around the state. You know, it was really, it's just been overwhelming. It, you know, just the support, the love and the prayers from everybody, man. And, and they know who they are. And um, so that's our thing to go out and get checked. You know, even coach Osborne, bring it to football coach uh, um, uh, called, gave me, gave me a lot of peace. You know, like I said, here, here's this little bench warmer scout team guy. And, but our relationship goes so back, goes so long with Coach Osborne. Just called and, and continued to see how I was doing. Former teammates, I mean, reached out. I mean, that, that fraternity of former players and alumni, et cetera, it's strong. And a number of my teammates have went out and got checked, which, you know, former teammates. And it, and it can be scary because think, you think about, okay, what do I have to do as far as getting checked? Well, no, it's not comfortable, but neither is cancer. I can tell you that, first off, cancer is not comfortable. You know, so uh, get your checks, folks. Uh, get and do those. I appreciate Raph. Love you, man. Appreciate the support, DP. Love you, brother. Appreciate you, man. And uh, the gentleman, uh, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Jim. Uh, Jim. Jim Bennett. That, that came from uh, TMH and shared that story. I was I was uh, just, like, truly humbled, and I'm just glad he did it. So for all of you, again, get those checked out. Riffing with Raph and AD. What do we got tonight, man? What do we got tonight? We know what we got, but what do we got tonight? Uh, we, you know, we got the big one in the second hour. Yep. Mr. Remington. Yep. Hall of Famer coming in. But this first hour, I was thinking maybe we could, you know, do some riffing about the transfer portal and not only, you know, its effects, but what we think about it. Maybe some of the people listening in and some of the people that are watching on YouTube and Twitch can, you know, make their opinions, you know, if they want to let us know what they feel and, you know, we can answer any questions or as best that we might be able to and just kind of riff about that for a little while. You know, the transfer portal, I'm going to kind of, kind of play devil's advocate here, you know, because there's a lot of things going to the transfer portal, uh, the background, the history of it. Here's my two cents on it. Now, this this may, and I want you to find, folks, you can call in the Honda hotline at 402-464-5685. Again, that's the Honda hotline, Honda of Lincoln hotline at 402-464-5685 or text to Sarder Heyman text line at 402 464 5685. Again, the Sarder Heyman text line is 402 464 5685. Chime in what you like. Here's here's one thing that I think, Raph. Okay, here's one thing that blows me away. And you guys chime in if you, if you agree or disagree. We, we want some contrarian beliefs and opinions on it and be objective about it. This is not new, in my opinion, the transfer portal. A lot of people today, you see, you, you hear it quite a bit when people say, well, kids these days are soft. Kids these days are soft. This is a trophy generation. Who's giving out the trophies? DP, who's giving out the trophies? Mama and daddy. Mama and daddy and here's 
here's what's funny to me. Most of the people who are saying this generation is soft have, have no idea what this generation is going through. None. See, we're all old enough that we remember having the ability to shut down and turn off. See, we weren't always constantly measured by the the universe. We only had to be measured by the neighborhood, mm-hmm. right? And it's easy to stay and be be safe within your space. But players, student athletes getting benefit is not new. No, what this is supposed to be is transparency. Mm-hmm. That's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be fair and transparent. That everybody can everybody can do the same thing. So when AD comes in, even if there is a let's say there's an Irving Fryer in the room, right? That you can still say, I understand Aaron's value. Not because of what not only what he does on the field, but because of what he does off the field. Mm-hmm. Like, wait a minute. Everybody deserves the value. And for generations, the universities and the boosters have reaped the financial benefit of the student athlete. Mm-hmm. And you can say, well, you got an education, but the education compared to the millions of dollars that people have been making for generations, we're talking generational wealth, just by being connected to universities and athletic departments. Mm-hmm. So now it's just supposed to be open. I'm supposed to tell Chris from the get-go, hey, man, you have value. You can, uh, I can help you speak to that value. I can help you elevate that value. Like that should be the grown-up in the room. Yes. That should be the grown-up in the room. The moment somebody tells me they don't want student-athletes to benefit, you tell me who you are. And I'm not going to tell anybody's child that they can't get theirs. It's not my job. That's not why you're in this business. I'm not trying to tell Aaron Davis to not be the greatest version of himself. Mm -hmm. So transparency is a thing. Honesty is a thing. I hope, I hope, I hope that the young people understand now the blessing that they're in and they do something good with it. But remember how many people walk into this situation with no money. Mm -hmm. Now I'm not talking about being broke, where you just waiting for the next paycheck. Poverty. I'm talking about broke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Where student athletes leave home to wear your colors and represent you and don't have the money to do basic human things. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest and open. If you've been in those spaces, you know teammates. You can think of them now even yeah. as you speak, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. That you didn't know when they were going to eat. Mm-hmm. You had to loan them some shoes. Give them your shirts. Yeah. Let's remove – all of this should be to remove that situation from existence. DP, you said a lot of things that are so relevant and they were so spot on. Besides corporate America, speaking at colleges, speak to, well, um, a number of high school students still around the country. When I was in school, Raph, when you were in school, Derek, when you were in school, when we came home, this backpack right here, we could set the backpack down, and school was over for the day as far as all the the things that went on, the, the teasing, the bullying, etc. Now, because of this technology and cell phones, school doesn't really stop. Because whatever they were doing with that school, they have the option, and they have the tools, and they have the connection for that thing keeps going on and over and over and over again. 
Snapchat, social media, Instagram, all those things are great tools. But with every great tool, there comes responsibility. When too. did you when did you get recruited? How did you get recruited? Man, through a fax machine. Right? Like, yeah. like handwritten letters. Handwritten letters. That you might get. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You didn't know the people who played your position in the other 49 states. You might not have known the, the other 49 states and the other 49 counties. You know what was huge, DP? <laughs> Remember they used to put the nation's uh, top leaders in both track and football and basketball in the USA Today yes. in the newspaper? Yes. That's how you kind of – I mean, that was kind of your scouting of who you were playing against, et cetera, who you were going, being recruited against, et cetera. And I wasn't some highly decorated recruit to where my name was never going to be in there, but I could see in the, in the state who was my competition, hence our boy East Strick. Strickland, I would see his name as, you know, leading receivers in the country, you know, in, in the state of Nebraska, Reggie Ball. You know, myself, Eric Strickland. And you could see who your competition was, whether it was running back, receiver, quarterback. That was your way to gauge it. These guys, these guys and girls now click right on to see exactly what their competition is. And they're measured every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Like I I I tell my nephew all the time, I could I I couldn't be recruited now. Mm-mm. I wouldn't be recruited. Like I would have gone crazy. Mm-hmm. I would have gone crazy. Like, wait a minute. Some dude in 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 California is is running a a a, a nine five hundred. What? Like, what am I supposed to do with that? And got it <laughs> and have it on tape, right? Like, what am I supposed yeah. to do with it? Now you can record. Yep. You can show what you do, and there's some benefit to it. But my goodness gracious, man, I I, I want to be. I, I I remember being able to turn my phone off. I remember because yes. I didn't have one. Exactly. Exactly. It's, the whole thing has changed up. When people say these kids are soft today, I always say, Rap, you know, okay, that's fine, but who's giving out the trophies? Not only that, when we were in school, at Southeast, when, you lived in Southeast District. So what school did you go to, Raf? Lincoln Southeast. Southeast. I think these open these open boundary lines now, um, and I'm not knocking select sports or things like that, but when a kid can hop from team to team to team to team because, and I'm playing, I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm going both sides here. I'm playing devil's advocate. So if you if you got something contrary, and please let us know. And Raph, I want you to play it against me. So if my kid is nine years old, ten years old, let's talk, let's talk. Let's bring the transporter back to right now. The genesis of a lot of this stuff. The select teams, love them or love, love them or love them, love them or I hate them. That's totally up to you. But when kids can simply say, you know what? I'm not going to play enough of the team. I'm going to go to play in this team over here. I don't like this coach. I'm going to go play in this team over here. This transfer portal is really not anything new per se. What do you think? What would you, you say? I agree with you. I believe, I mean, high school sports, I think the transfer portal has been around for a long time. I, I can think of some instances, you know, where there have been players that have lived in other districts, but, you know, there's been a coach or a team that, you know, had more of a chance to maybe win state or more of a chance to garner scholarship offers. And, you know, they've made it work to where they could get – that player in that in that um, district to you know play for their mm-hmm. play for their team, so it's it's a it's a slippery slope. So it'll be interesting, you know. I mean, and now you know, my mind is going like a million different places right now. You know, talking about you know transfer portal, and then you're thinking of NIL and how the NIL mm-hmm. hits. It's it it affects high school students. Like we've been talking about Quinn Ewers, he comes up. Oh. He, he was the quarterback that um, committed to Ohio State, and for him to collect NIL money, he couldn't play a senior year. So he sat out his entire senior year of high school, 
collected $1.4 million from NIL money from Ohio State and then decided that he's not going to play for Ohio State and decided that he's going to go to Texas. So it's it's a crazy world we live in. I think there's got to be some way, you know, I feel like kids are missing out on, you know, their their high school experience because they're so quick, to, you know, to get that NIL money, which, you know, that's great and all, but it's like I wish they could find a way, you know, where I've never once said that they don't deserve some type of cash incentive or cash, you know, to live. You know, mm-hmm. I would never say not, but I think the NCA or the governing bodies have got to find a way to distribute that money that money to find a way to distribute it because we're seeing the top echelon of players, you know, collecting great money for NIL money. I mean, we're talking millions of dollars, Mm -hmm. but we're still seeing, you know, like if you're that second string offensive tackle, third string offensive tackle, the NIL really hasn't done much for you, you know, and make it with that kind of money, you know, I wish they could find a way to, you know, to make that money funnel down, you know, even to the division twos and stuff like that. So where everybody could benefit from it. Raph, you bring a lot of good points. What you're saying, me as a scout team receiver, I wouldn't have got no money. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'd have been eating pork and beans too, right? But, but this is, but that's see. I mean, we 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 talk about it in a compartment because it's sports. Mm-hmm. But this has been our country from day one. They're the haves and the have-nots. Yes, we talk about that participation mentality. Right where everybody gets something. There's enough for everybody, and even the second team, third team guys getting something mm-hmm. if they're making themselves available. Mm-hmm. If they're making themselves available, it happens because I I see kids walking here now who, you know, you're a third team player. I still let you get on the microphone because mm-hmm. you deserve that opportunity. But it works that way for coaches. The top, yeah. the upper echelon of coaches mm-hmm. make more than the dudes at Cam at, at Campbell University. Like that's how it's always been. Nebraska has always been at the top end of of financing. Um, they they're in the elite. They're a blue blood. That's why they're called a blue blood program, because they have longevity. They have success. They passed it down. Look, today's athlete reaps all the benefits of you guys being there and all the work you did. Think about the amount of money that you guys got in grant and aid and sort, and then compared to what they're getting now, right? Tuition, what it was then, and what it is now. Everything's grown. I think the the simple thing would be, I'm okay with with the stars getting star money. I'm I'm okay with that mm-hmm. because we're talking about the people, not the athlete. I'm talking about where you get to change how people are living in your family. Right. Like that, people think, oh, it's, you know, they, they get cars. All. No, no, no. We're talking about, I know if somebody showed up at my door at 17 <laughs> and said, hey, here's a mill to go play anywhere. They could have told me to play in Green Bay naked in January. <laughs> and, right? Like, real talk. For a million? Yeah. Look, hey, mom, we move it. We'll figure it out. Like, mom, we move it. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, I say, remember the people in the conversation and then never choose the game over the person. Mm-hmm. Because all of us would have said, yes, sir. Yes, sir. million, you're 17 years old, and the request is for you not to play your senior year. Very few people are turning down that type of money. I don't care if you're 17 or 47, 57. You know, that's a lot of money to turn down. You know, so I don't don't fault the kids for for taking the money. I don't fault them. And to your point, there needs to be some sort of compensation for the amount of revenues being generated there. Now, I know some will say, 
there's a lot. I mean, it's, 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 it's a drop in the bucket. There's enough money. There's enough. <laughs> and in particular, it's your top programs. Now, Raph, to go to your point, I know you're saying, what about two and three, you know, Division two and Division three, et cetera? I am still, to what you point, with the point you brought up, DP, I have no problem with the stars making money. It's value. What value do you bring? If you bring a lot of value in that business, because it's legal now, okay? It's legal. If they feel that you're worth, if you bring a lot of value to their brand, should be compensated. I get that. But I also think in exchange, we've stripped the innocence of high school sports away too in a bit. We strip some of the innocence away because when a kid says, well, I'm not going to play my senior in high school, we get one senior year of high school. However, though, was it that important? <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. Was it that important? Right. Think really? About, think about some of the greatest. Now, now, really? Now, I'm going to tell you this, though, DP. Would I take $1.4 million and be done with it? Absolutely. Like, we don't say that to Andre Agassi. We don't say that to Serena Williams. We don't say that to, to baseball players who, who get the opportunity to get drafted out of high school. We don't say that to tennis players. We don't say it's just football and basketball that we want mm-hmm. to say these things to. Baseball players can leave when they want to leave. Mm-hmm. Right? It. I get the formula but the reality is coaches come and go as they want boosters yes. make all the money in the world yep. look you paying a head coach six million you got a million to give the players for the second and third teamers if you really the dude you say you are that's a good point if you the dude you say you are uh look you don't need all the money take that shoe money and give it out mm-hmm. like that shoe contract that you don't need shoes you don't really want to wear take that money and give it to your to, to the practice squad Gone over there to the walk-ons and hooked them up with it. Which is legal now. Right? So, the, like I said, the transparency allows us to redirect it honestly. Like, my whole excitement about this thing is that we get to talk about it honestly. Hmm. Bag men have existed for as long as there's been college athletics. Now we get to talk about them and let the bag men be known. Mm-hmm. Like, we know, oh, you going to LSU. How much? We can say it. It ain't because you love wearing purple and gold. No, that is not what it is. <laughs> so let's have the honest conversations about it because it's necessary. And that's that's another thing, too. You know, I, I know like Nebraska, you know, is when the rankings come out for like social media hits and stuff like that, Nebraska is, you know, way up there. So that's very – that's a great incentive for people that want to come here for their sh- social media and – I believe you get paid for followers and posts and stuff like that. But what scares the heck out of me is does Nebraska have the type of money that, you know, your Texas is having stuff like that, where they're going out and they're paying their entire starting offensive line, you know, $50,000 a piece, not the university, but the NIL, they're getting paid $50,000 a piece. So 50 grand a piece coming to pop up. Come to- well, so, here's the, so Nebraska owns the market. If it's Nebraska money, university has it. Texas has to fight A&M. It has to fight SMU. It has to fight Texas Tech. It has to fight Houston. It has to – like, it – this is a pool of one. And you have just absurd amount of cash reserve at the University of Nebraska. Why? Because you've been the only show in town for a century. Hmm. And all of the money that you have – remember, you just said – we have enough to build a facility unlike any other. Well, you better take care of the people that allow you to do it and the people who are going to be in it. That's all I'm saying. Tell me you – Nebraska has the money. They, they're millionaires all over the state, right? They're Absolutely. millionaires. Billionaires, like they got money. That per capita thing exists in Nebraska. 
take care of your young people. Somebody come in, uh, DP, just now on the on the text line. It says, "Show me the money." <laughs> look, <laughs> Show me look, the money. Look, Rod Tidwell was a prophet. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> And he said, the quad. The quad. Show me the, the quad. Show me the quad. Well, you think, okay, you think about this. Okay, Raph, you mentioned Texas Pain. And we, we, we're, kind of, we're talking about the transfer portal, not NIL. I think they're kind of interchangeable, if you would, in many aspects. I think it's interchangeable. So you think about $50,000 a piece of each one of those linemen, okay? They're players here. And um, I know the uh, McGowan brothers have a, have a pretty nice deal. Mm-hmm. You know, a number of athletes here have pretty nice. So Adrian had a nice little deal when he was here. I, I think uh, Lexi Sun has her own clothing line, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and good for them. And just like the person that came in and said, show me the money. I totally agree. And when I said it takes some of the innocence away from college athletics, I think it's changed it in a way we can't ever go back. Because if, I know Rashawn and Terrell were talking about this earlier, along with, um, also along with Fred. He was having me dying when he says, hey, oh, Fred, Fred, remember Fred, Paul, Fred, Fred was hilarious. He was like, look, I like anybody named Fred as long as he's going to give him one to some of the other friends that are out right, there. Right, right, <laughs> Talking about Hoiberg with right? you know, the contract extension, right. uh, et cetera. Oh, that's from, yeah, Terrell came in. <laughs> Terrell well, Farley, what's Farley up, baby? Was here, man. Yeah, Terrell came in. <laughs> he's going to be here tomorrow, too. Yes. So it's going to be, yeah. Terrell Farley just shot us a message and said, show me the money. And Terrell, okay, you think about it. A player like a Terrell Farley, mm-hmm. you know, he he's what I call a once-in-a-career type player. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just don't see someone impact a, a whole game from his position playmaker. the way that he did it. Playmaker. Yeah, he's just playmaker. He just, he just had the it factor, you know, the intangibles. You can't measure it. You think about a player like him coming in now, who has his options to go anywhere in the country. You look at you look at Terrell's skill set, anywhere in the country, it's a bidding war now. Would it? Check this. I don't know if you've seen this, DP. Ethan, did you see this big sky? Charlie Batch. Oh yeah. Share my story, man. Share that story. So Charlie Batch came out and he offered uh, one million dollars to. Um, Caleb Williams down at Oklahoma to come up and be the quarterback for Eastern Michigan. One million dollars. As I listen, as I said, first of all, this ain't new. This is not new. We all saw blue chips. Right? Right? Yeah. Leon. Leon. Even that movie you weren't born yet when when blue chips came out, man. You know, it's it's there, right? It's not new. Was it really innocent? Naive, not innocent. No. Naive, but not innocent. The naive part is, is I think you're spot on. I think if we don't institute some sort of checks and balances in this, though, I see this getting out of hand down the road somehow. But if uh, there's – because think about it. It's free agency right but now. Don't they, don't, but aren't those things already in place in NCAA? Within the within the mm. Nebraska's regions, look. Mm. At some point, the grownups in the room have to be the grownups in the room. Are you saying we can't trust the, the Nebraska re- regions to do right? I think that. Go ahead, Raf. Yeah. No, I. I think it's bigger I, than I, them. It is. It's. It's, it's like Nino Brown. This is bigger than it's me. Much. Remember? Like <laughs> that's what it is. That's where we are. Now. Yeah, that really is where we are. Now. Yeah, yeah, that is. It's it's way past that. I think it's it's just one of those things like. Me and AD, you know, we're, you know, we're old school, you know, we, we like our, we like our college sports and we see where it's going and eventually it's going to get to a point where it won't be college sports anymore. It's just going to be a professional league and actually kind of is it's 
professional times too. People are looking for the biggest contracts. People are looking for that. So it's taken that whole amateur, you know, out of it. And it's, and it's, you know, we it's all business. It's a business. Yeah. It's been business. Yeah. And it's, we, it's we never have, about anything like it's cool for us to say that, Hey, uh, these players are, are going to take the best offer. Coaches have been doing that since they the first day they could. DP, what you just said, hence why, with all the chaos it creates and the inconveniences, because what it is is inconvenience, what it brings. I don't have a problem with a player transferring in that it's been going on the coaching world for years. Let, let, you look at look at look at Kelly right there, Brian <laughs> Kelly. He was in some parents' living room. A few weeks before then. He's out. And he also got a southern accent now. Do you notice that? Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, all of a sudden he, he hit it. The gumbo hit right. Yeah, the, uh, the gumbo hit right. Like, uh, that, that's my thing. It's hypocrisy that we're asking young people to, to not reap the benefit that the, the adults have been. And all the while, as Chris said, not setting a standard for how adults are going to deal. The adults are making these deals. These ain't the kids. No kid walked up to a grown grown billionaire and said, give me $2 million or else. Mm-hmm. No, that's not the case. The, the adults are reaching out to the kids and saying, you have value to me. At least now you can reap the benefit mm-hmm. of that value rather than, hey, Pete Carroll saying, I'm only here as long as the check clears because that's what's been going on. Mm-hmm. So, you, you think, know. You think about this. Oklahoma played Oklahoma State in the uh, in their bowl game. Not in their bowl game, so the regular season finale. Bedlam. The Bedlam game. Regular season finale. Post-game, the reporters asked Lincoln Riley, are you going to LSU? He goes, I am absolutely not going to LSU. He wasn't lying. But you didn't say. But he was going to USC. <laughs> you didn't say it USC. Shows me, it shows me that whoever Lincoln Riley was dealing with there at USC well, you know, the cha- obviously the chancellor had to be able. And, and think about USC. A lot of people gangster. Think, yeah, it's, it's a private school too. Pure gangster. It's gangster. A lot of things they don't have to reveal. So therefore, there was some serious, serious. That chancellor simply said this: "This better not leak to anywhere." But they lied to everybody. Everybody. At the regents lied. The the. Do the, you the, think the, the regents knew? Look, we know now that money moves in spaces long before it ever reaches mm. the papers. Like any contract extension, that check is already in-house. You're just waiting to save some of it to get through another year. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to give you 18 instead of – I'm going to give you 15 instead of 18. Mm-hmm. Those checks are already in, in the reserve. And the people who write those checks is like, hey, it's time to make a move. Here's the check. That's the reality now. So hold the adults accountable. Let the young people get theirs because they are earning it and they're getting their value. So let's get them to break, Big Sky. What do you say? What a great first argument. I'm getting out of here. It's now dinner time. Yeah, man. It's been a long day. I'll see y'all. Y'all do the thing. You're listening to the the Riffin on 93.7 The Ticket. This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid so you can take on any project with confidence. 
Homeowner 101 live stream workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops.